Hi, Kalechi. Hi, Sonia. Welcome home. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. <sighs> From your adventures yeah. in Italy. Yeah, it was it was really nice. Like, I think it, it is just such a beautiful country. And like, we stayed in a small town called Lucca. Mm-hmm. It's in Tuscany. And it's like every single street you turned down was just beautiful. And <sighs> it was really nice. But it's always nice to come home. Like yeah. we, we we landed late last night and just getting off the airplane, feeling just fresh air in my face was so nice. It's so funny. I was lolling at the text that you sent me. You were like, yeah, yeah, everything is really stunning, beautiful, lovely weather, everything. But I kind of I kind of want to go to the pool. Do you know what I mean? I was like, Sonia, please, one week. <laughs> please, can you just go and eat some more pizza or something? I don't care. Suntatlin will be here when you yeah. get back. <laughs> But I want a one there. <laughs> like, you spoiled brat. <laughs> true. I think I also I had so much expectations for the food. Oh, was the food not good? It was good. But I'm used to having chili on my pizza. And there's mm. no chili or spice culture there. Mm. So every time I asked multiple places and everyone looked at me just in odd. In shock. Yeah, they were just like, what? No, we don't have chili here. I was like... You could really do it with some chili. <laughs> it really makes a lot of Italian food much better. They're probably just like, honestly, these people, bloody tourists, don't yeah, know anything. Definitely. But it was we had a gelato every single day. Nice. And it was delicious. How and does it compare with Gaeta gelato? Same. Downtown. Gaeta is so good. I love Gaeta. Gaeta and like, is awesome. Yeah. But all the, ge- all the gelato was good that we had. Yeah. And it was up to Gaeta standards, I would say. Everywhere. And... It was so good. Um, but yeah, it was one week and really nice. Yeah. And it was it was funny to be in a place where most people don't speak English, mm-hmm. especially in the small town that we were in. And like on the first day, I right outside of our Airbnb was this poster kind of bookshop market thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to know if it was open every day of the week. Uh, because I didn't want to miss my chat. I thought, it was, thought maybe if it was just like a one-day market. Like a pop-up thing. Like a pop-up thing. I yeah. would have to t- like use the opportunity to shop then. Mm-hmm. And so like I go up to the woman and I ask like, Parla Inglés, which means do you speak English? And then she just said like, no. And Great. I just continued to, <laughs> I looked at her and I said, Sabado. Sabado. It wasn't even Sabado. <laughs> Domingo. <laughs> Maunadag. <laughs> just staring at me and then she just said like siempre and I was like and I turned around and I was like saying the conversation in my head again and like I repeated to Dunne and I was just like so embarrassed like it's just like the yeah it's so hard when you can't say anything at all you can't say anything and like the words that you like I find that when I'm trying to speak another language like Spanish like I learned Spanish for many many years yeah I try and I try to speak to the people who um have the taco store, the new taco store in yeah. downtown. Really good tacos, by the way. Would recommend. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I need to go and flex my Spanish muscles. <laughs> All that came out was like broken Icelandic. And yeah. he kind of looked at me like, what are you saying? <laughs> I was like, trust me, I do speak Spanish. Yeah. I, but yeah, no, I feel you. Dudley learned as we were flying mm-hmm. on the flight. He was pr- learning a little bit of Italian. It was funny when we arrived, some woman Okay, they come up to you, um, and they take your temperature with a, it looks like almost like a small gun. Wait, at the airport? It just like all over, randomly. What? They have these people just like, 
for example, we were entering a train station and they it looks like a tiny little gun and they where do they put it right in between your eyes on your nose like they don't touch you at all third eye yeah just like in your third eye they don't touch you but the woman started coming up to me and i was just like no 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 (laughs) and she's like yes yes and then then they just start speaking like italian or something with them what i was like what the fuck what have you have you been teaching yourself he was like he taught himself some words on, on the plane. plane, yeah. And Why am they I not came surprised in serious to hear that yeah. about that? <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept like randomly spitting out like some Italian, but like also Spanish yeah. words. And Wait, so funny. I was on. like, I'm still stuck on this temperature thing. Yeah, I was a good thing. Like, because you're going to England next Tomorrow, week, they might yeah. they might have this. It's like they they just have people randomly, um, just all over. Like even in some stores when you're walking into, just come and take your temperature. Yeah. They don't have to touch you though, which is really cool. It's so just the like, gun doesn't even touch you. No, it doesn't touch you. It just like you can put it. They were putting it either on your wrist or like in the middle of your like in your third eye, and they don't touch you at all. And it just wow. reads your temperature. And so what if you have a um, fever? Oh my, I don't even know what would happen. Like I was, I was, every time I got anxiety, I was like, what if I have like, what if I'm running a bit hot today? <laughs> Pretty sweaty in here. <laughs> I am really hot. <laughs> like, I'd be like, it's not actually a fever. Like just tell them. <laughs> I'm just hot. I just get really clammy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's normal. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I didn't, re- I didn't know that at all. But it's so cool. It's a kind of a cool system then. Yeah. If that works, that's probably true. Who knows? Like I've never actually seen this where you don't actually, you don't have to. It's just, yeah, I don't even know how it works. No, I've, I have I've no idea how it works. Like, no. I can't, I don't know. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good trip. and But as I said before, I'm happy to be home. <laughs> and I must say, you don't look very much more tanned than you oh, did when you left. Uh, oh, 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 what about here? Like, I have mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I put, we put, we went into the pharmacy and we bought some sunscreen. And the woman looked at us, like, we asked her. Well, she just came up over to us as we were looking for sunscreen, just asked yeah. us what we were looking for. And she looks at us and he, she says to us, like, she says, you're both very plain. <laughs> <laughs> 50 at least. Okay. <laughs> we were like, like mm-hmm, So you. we were like lathering ourselves in like 50 <laughs> sunscreen everywhere we walked. Please. I'm so plain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. But it's good. Like, I didn't safest. get any sunburn. That's good. I think maybe the sun is not very strong no you're just lathered in factor 50 it's like yeah but we were walking no chance no we were walking around all day long like we had planned to you know relax yeah and just sit and have a coffee and look at people but we were just like we were i don't know what is up with us but we you guys can't sit still anyway no like especially done he just wants to walk around all the time and even also like in the morning like there was a place where we could so the town that we stayed in had these old city walls. Mm. Um, it's like actually makes a perfect oval around the whole city. It's like a oh old, my gosh. yeah, like the Romans built them, and they were the Romans were good at stuff like that. Yeah, and they were kept in really well form. I don't mm. know, it was cool, and you could walk on top of the walls, and it was like a four kilometer loop. So, and then they, we had. I said also in the beginning we got there. I was like, what a perfect like morning run. Thing oh my gosh! Before we, yeah, you gave like, him the idea. Yeah. Oh, I planted the <laughs> seed, and on the first day we go, and I was like, I was up for it, and then it was so hot. I was just like dripping sweat, like, and it was just nasty how much sweat, yeah, happened in that run that I how couldn't. How much sweat happened? <laughs> it was just like, yeah. Dunnu was like 
this is great. I love it. And he just like went the next days also. And I was like, yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, I'm on my holiday, yeah. so I'm going to be in bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were also walking around all day long anyway. So. Oh, but, but it sounds idyllic. I'm kind of yeah. craving something like that. Yeah, it is, it is so nice to get out mm-hmm. and just be in a new culture and see new things and mm. try new food. and hoping it, hoping it continues that way. But the UK is going to lift its restrictions tomorrow. Yay. 19th of July. <laughs> wow. And I read an article somewhere saying, you know, because like I don't think COVID is particularly going down in the UK at the moment, Mm-mm. and I read an article saying that you know if if the UK continues with its plan to lift these restrictions, there might be global consequences. Wow! Because because like it's not under control in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. This Delta variant is pretty scary. scary. I was actually pretty nervous while I was traveling, and yeah. sometimes I kept thinking like, am I being irresponsible mm. for you know? I don't know, just being, especially in Italy, where I feel like they were one of the first European countries to get hit really bad. Yeah. I kind of felt like this guilt of being there. And I don't know, just like people have, but I, I didn't It's feel really hard to know what to do at this point. Yeah. We're at that stage where you, you, you really don't know what the right thing to do is. Because no. of course it's legal and of course it's allowed. And yeah. of course Italy and other places need to recover financially and economically. So, yeah. you know, so but... True. At the same time, you feel this, like, in the background, this kind of sense of, like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Yeah. But were there, like, two-meter rules? Was it? What, like, it was mass- You were also there for the football. Yeah, that was crazy. How was that? It was so cool. It was just, like, we... we wow, that must have been wild. We didn't even realize we were going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> we were happy we were in Milano. Or okay. Milan. Yeah. Milano. Mil- oh, my God, stop. <laughs> Milano. No. In Milano. In Milano. <laughs> we were happy we weren't there, actually, because we heard it was absolutely nuts and it was even crazy in this small town like there were people just like yeah there were fireworks like people wow parading through the street that must have been an experience yeah we were the game went on for a really long time Mm -hmm. and it was the first night or the yeah like the first night we were there so we watched it we went to this restaurant Mm. luckily like we went eating kind of early compared to other people yeah so we got a table at this restaurant that ended up being just like pop in place they had a tv screen outside and oh my god yeah it was really cool it was really fun and but the next day it was just felt normal again yeah there wasn't we were expecting maybe some parades to go on or something like that but but it was it's definitely so cool to be there but yeah how, how have you been <laughs> i've had a much <laughs> less cool week yeah. i've basically been in bed yeah. <laughs> yeah. i've had um I don't know what happened. I basically, I mysteriously and unexplainedly really, really hurt hurt my neck. I just woke up one day (laughs) with a huge crick in my neck to the point where I I honestly could not move. I spent the whole of the last three days in bed and it was um, really, really painful, but also really, really funny. (laughs) I have like my bedroom. I've got like the bed in my bedroom and then I've got the wardrobe, which has like mirrors you yeah. know you have to look at yourself to look at myself <laughs> try to maneuver my way out of like honestly it was so difficult to just move on to the other side of my body and I would be like crying slash laughing at how ridiculous Sorry. my situation was because I, oh, I I promise you I could not move oh 
God, it's probably so easy to feel sorry for yourself also when you have to watch when you're yourself <laughs> moving like this. Yeah, like, I was like, wow, my life is you? really bad right now. And I can see it happening live in front of me. And so I just lay in bed watching like murder stuff. I was watching this yeah. depressing show on Netflix about someone who was murdered in Ireland. And then I watched the horrible, horrible thing about, um, what's it called? American oh my murder. God. Yeah, that is a terrible. Oh, I do just, not recommend. No, no, no. Um, yeah. And yeah, I've been pre- feeling pretty sorry for myself. And um, But I'm really glad that you woke up, not the next day, but the day after that, feeling better. Feeling better and I could walk around. and Because that is, I think that's really scary to just wake up and not be you, able to you, Like you didn't feel anything happen in the night. Nothing happened. Nothing happened in the night. I went to yoga the day before, but nothing happened in yoga. And then I just woke up and I must be some kind of trapped nerve or something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was actually, there were moments when I was like, um, a little bit scared like I was alone in the house mm-hmm. lying on my left side and I needed to move on to my right side and I could not do it oh my god and I was kind of thinking like what like what if something happens right now what if like yeah some fire what if I in need the house to just, yeah what the what would I do Siki would be just like Siki is like doing You'd errands like, don't He's touch like, me <laughs> yeah, yeah. no no he Rather. was out of the house like getting oh me gosh. all the medication that I could get my hands on yeah and chocolate because yeah. <laughs> Because that was where I was at. Um, But yeah, I had this kind of moment of like, oh my God, I don't know. Like, I can't move. And that's a little bit like mm, claustrophobic and like, oh yeah. But I'm feeling much better now. That's very good. Much, much better. Shall we jump into into what we're going to talk about today? This is going to be a fun episode, I think. Yeah, I think so too. So we're going to talk a little bit about different culture shocks that both Kalechi and I have experienced while living in Iceland. Yeah, exactly. Things that we found like funny or different or weird. Mm -hmm. And like that doesn't necessarily mean that it's Iceland that's weird. It's probably more likely that, you know, the places we come from are weird. But either way, it's like there are some things that we've (laughs) found funny Mm -hmm. over the years. Do you want to start, Sonia? What are some of the things that you have found strange? Living to Iceland. Well, I mean, okay, so one thing, so I grew up in California, mm-hmm. and I think California, out of most of the states in the United States, or at least we are very friendly, maybe overly friendly people. Mm-hmm. So it's very common to smile at strangers. That's nice. Yes. <laughs> or it could be weird. <laughs> <laughs> so when I depending first, on where you are, <laughs> definitely. And like also the how the other people are. And I think in mm-hmm. Iceland, it can be quite strange. But when I moved here, I was constantly just smiling at people and on the street and people wouldn't smile back at me. And I was just like, dang, <laughs> yeah. nobody likes me here. Uh, rude. <laughs> <laughs> and also just like, I mean, people say golden dayin. Mm-hmm. But I think people... But not just not just in the street. True, not in the streets. Maybe like on a hike, like, you, like yeah. on a hike or a walk or something like this. But mm-hmm. yeah, in California... It's basically everyone that you walk by. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It's and like this squeaky clean yeah. movie thing, yeah. but it doesn't feel like ingenuine. No. Like I've heard some people telling me, like when I've talked about this with some Icelandic people, they ask me like, "Is it like they say something like, oh yeah, Icelandic people are just so genuine?'" And I'm just like, "Yeah." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I don't think it's ingenuine. The 
to be polite to like be, that. Not like okay. to smile at strangers. Like it's just kind of. I guess people are maybe like, are you really in such a good mood that you feel true. the need to yeah, greet yeah. me? Very true. But it's really nice. Yeah. I find it really nice. But then I can also imagine, <laughs> I can just I have an image of you like walking <laughs> down Lurgaveur, like smiling yeah. creepily. At I think I would think I was like at right now, I think I would be a little weirded out. Okay. So if somebody walked to by, it. Yeah. I definitely have gotten used to it, except for at work. Like if they're acquaintances, like I think, and also at work, people I know, when they walk by my desk, I always like stop what I'm doing and look at them and smile. And I think people think this is weird. Like, like they're like, "What do you want?" Yeah. <laughs> and I also like, inconveniently, and conveniently, <laughs> sit kind of near the bathroom. So this happens to be a very common place. Like, so every time someone exits the bathroom. You're like this, staring at them, smiling. <laughs> I turn around. Right, turn Welcome like, back. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. They <laughs> like, probably yeah. just want to like slip past. Exactly. Like, no, oh, nobody's getting past me. No, 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 no. You're going to make eye contact <laughs> yeah. with me and you're going to smile yeah. back. <laughs> oh, um, my God. And there's been people that. Yeah, I've like talked to them about this because they've noticed that I'm I do this at work. They're like, Sonny, I've noticed you're smiling at me yeah. a lot because yeah. <laughs> I get a little bit insecure about it. Yeah, and I can't stop myself. <laughs> Seriously, like I don't know. It's less now with strangers that I don't know, and more with like acquaintances. At, have you stopped smiling at strangers? Now? Yeah, I don't smile so much at strangers, but like people I kind of know, mm -hmm. or like yeah, and especially at work, it mm -hmm. still happens at work very often. I think if somebody was smiling at me in the street, I would assume that I know them. So maybe you get people in a state of panic, like, oh, shit, true. do do I know you? Like, Very true. Should I? Oh, yeah. Very do I have true. to say something? So maybe you just scare people. Oh, I hadn't thought of it. Because I think if somebody <laughs> if somebody oh smiled God. at me, I'd be like, oh, OK, I clearly know you from somewhere. That's so funny. Yeah. Could be something like that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, <laughs> what's something? Can you tell me something that is a culture shock to you? Yeah. <clears throat> um, one thing that I found really funny. Mm -hmm. Okay, not funny is not the right word, but it's everything to do with the like naming laws here yeah. in Iceland. Mm -hmm. So for people who um are not aware, if you have a child and you wish to name your child in Iceland, the child like the child's name has to be like how would you say this accepted mm -hmm. by like a naming committee here in Iceland. Um, and that's because like Icelandic grammar is like weird mm -hmm. and names like names like Sonia, for example, will change depending on whether you're saying like this is Sonia or about Sonia with Sonia from Sonia. So the actual name changes mm -hmm. and like it changes. Sonia, Sonia. Yeah. So right? like Sonia's name, like if you're talking, if you want to say like, oh, this is about Sonia, you'd say um Sonia. Which is a whole. Could, yeah, yes. I always thought that was really weird. Like yeah, that's some, that's really difficult to get your head around as a foreigner. Definitely. That names change. Yeah, and also like some names change a lot more than others. Yeah. Arnar, right? No, Ur, Ur. Yeah. Arnar. Yeah, I mean, don't ask me about. Don't that. ask me. Let's not. Let's not get into the let's grammar. Get, yeah, no. Um. Yeah, like Kalechi. Kalechi. So Kalechi would not have been accepted if no. I was born here. I wouldn't have been allowed to be called Kalechi. Yeah. Um. But it is, I think it is funny. It is kind of, yeah. Like, why can't you just be able to call what your, your child whatever you want? Yeah. Call I mean, them. Like, I don't, I, mean, I don't understand, like, why are they trying, is it a protecting language thing? Probably. I think so. I think they're trying to protect Icelandic, uh, I don't know, 
traditions and culture and whatever. Yeah. But this naming committee isn't is quite recent. It's yeah. not like it's been like this for, you know, years and years and years. I think yeah. it's to try and protect I don't know. I I I have no idea. Yeah. But I think that's what they say. So if you have a name that um isn't on the list, mm -hmm. you have to apply. And yeah. it could be rejected. Yeah. Yeah, it's also I know that this is kind of like a, a bit of a side note, mm. but like you can be named Kat, which means man, man. Yeah. But you can't be named Kona, which means woman. Really? But you can be named uh Stulka, which is girl. So funny. Girl. Girl, which is really weird. So you yeah. can't. So I was reading up about a case. There's somebody wanted to be called Harriet, which is an English name. Yeah. Denied. Not allowed. Absolutely not. So what they did instead on their like passport and stuff, they're called Stulka. As in girl. So you can't be called you can't be called Harriet, but you can be called girl. Yeah. It's really bizarre. That is really weird. And also this blows my mind. And it's, this isn't um, true anymore. They changed the law, but. Um, some years ago, if you were um, immigrating to Iceland from anywhere and your name was not in the list, you had to take up an Icelandic name. Mm. So if you're from Vietnam mm -hmm. and you come to Iceland, mm -hmm. the people, the people they, they had to change their name. They had to take on names like mm. Haltor from Vietnam. Yeah. And I think they've changed that now because that's ridiculous. That is, that ridiculous. is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but um, but it is funny. It's like it's a name. It's a name. Surely you have the right to like choose your own your own choose name. Your own name. Yeah. But the rules, I think, are getting like much more relaxed. Mm -hmm. But it's just an odd concept to have to like get the government to like approve on a name for your child. Yeah, that is really weird. I don't even know what the process is like. It's like you have to submit it, and then they will say yes or no. Yeah. Something like that. And like people have had issues with it. People have people from where like one parent is Icelandic and one parent is from somewhere else. They've mm -hmm. had issues just getting travel documents, you know. Yeah. It can cause a hassle. So weird. But Kalechi would not have been accepted. No. It Rejected. Like, nope. <laughs> <Absolutely>. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Another weird thing to yeah. do with names. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's quite common here to not name your child officially until the naming ceremony, which is might be like th three months later. Yeah, I kind of like this. I like the idea of kind of getting to know the baby a little bit and then you, the name comes instead of maybe choosing the name before the baby has even arrived. And then, I don't know. Yeah, that, that does make sense. For me, it's like, th th there's a child, there's an unnamed child here. True. <laughs> I find that uncomfortable, but I imagine that the parents have probably decided the name and they like, they call, the child the names yeah. their child's name but for me i get really wound up yeah. i'm like do we know the name no true. what's she called <laughs> lilla lilla yeah is it lilly lilly little boy lilla, lilla, yeah i think so people yeah exactly they use the name lilla and lilly just means little thing or something yeah little little thing little, little i think it's babe. so funny how like baby like bur yeah. is just like the pronoun is it yes i mean okay this could be Hey, maybe this is a very progressive thing. Maybe. <laughs> but but um, we don't gender it. No, but I think it's, I don't know why I think it's so funny when I hear Iceland people calling babies it. Yeah. I'm like, like it's, uh, it's not an it. It's not an it. <laughs> it's not an object. Yes, yeah. This is a human yeah. being. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. True. The yeah. it thing in the Icelandic, in Icelandic grammar is like jarring. Yeah. If you come from um, 
a culture where there is no where there's only two genders like yeah. or also, no gender we don't have yeah. any gender in our language no true like phone pass me him pass me oh him. is yeah. it him or her i don't phone. know phone see me him him pass me him yeah and it's they, like are you talking about your phone yeah <laughs> have you or are you talking about a human <laughs> <laughs> because i'm confused <laughs> you created a little friend in your head there buddy <laughs> what is this exactly uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really <laughs> uncomfortable. That's another kind of culture shock. <laughs> but I think it's more like a language thing. That's it's like when you hear thing, yeah. people calling their objects him and her. Yeah. Anyway, next, Sonia, mm. is there anything else? Maybe like just building on the uh, the naming. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that you kind of, yeah, touched on this a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not here in the podcast, mm-hmm. but how... Some Icelandic people find it weird that in, um, like, England and the U.S., women take the man's last name. Yeah. Traditionally. So you, so you like, marry someone and then you take the, your husband's last name. Yeah. yeah. Traditionally. Traditionally. Not everyone. But Not everyone. Yeah. And I, that Icelandic people think this is... Crazy. Kind of, yeah, like, kind of just... Yeah. It's like, why would you Why would you change your name? Why yeah. would you give up your name? You know, yeah. taking the man's name? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. But then... Here in Iceland, mm-hmm. it's you have, it's always you take, or typically, mm-hmm. you take the father's name and just add daughter, a dotter, yeah. or son. When you have a child. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's even more, I don't know which one's more like, I don't know. Anti-feminist. Yeah. Are we going to make a feminist issue out of this? I, I mean, I decided a long time ago that I didn't want to change my surname. No. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to do that. No. But I, it is a little bit like, ugh, if I have children here with somebody who's Icelandic, mm-hmm. I would push that baby out. <laughs> and then... It's like, that like, should be your... Yeah. You did that. Kalechi yeah. son. Thank <laughs> you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... But it yeah. is funny how, like, so many people then have the same names. Because it's kind of like... you. There's not that many options. That many like, names, yeah. Yeah, like, not that many... Yeah, exactly. Like, so many, like, Jón Stotir. Yeah. Or Jón son. Yeah. So it's like their chances of having the same name are automatically... Much, much higher slim, yeah exactly much higher yeah. yeah true and also i find it strange that you can't like you can't say oh i'm gonna go for dinner at the browns <laughs> because everyone in the family has a different surname yeah you can have a family of four mm-hmm. and everyone has a different surname mm-hmm. true interesting but, yeah but th- that is like i think it's now it feels just to me very american when i see someone's like merry christmas from from the Bernsteins or something. <laughs> it's just like, that's was so American. Like, that's just like... <laughs> but what would you say? Like, if you're going to um, an Icelandic family... Yeah. What would you say? Like, I'm going... And, you know, I'm instead of saying I'm going to the Smiths... Yeah. Just say I'm going to... The daughters and the sons. The no. daughters. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'd just, just say, like, the main person that I'm going to the I'm house. going to Helga's house. Yeah, exactly. Helga and... Helga and Co. No. Helga and Co, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Don't go to that many people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem for people with friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't need to worry about that. <laughs> so another thing, mm-hmm. not n- not related to names. Mm-hmm. Um, the pool. Yeah, this is, this is a really fun one. Yeah, I mean, like the pool. I mean, you crave the pool yeah. when you're on your holiday. That shows how much like the pool is part of the mm-hmm. culture here. Mm-hmm. It's just so refreshing. But I think the culture shock definitely is about the nakedness. Yeah. So in <laughs> Icelandic pools, <laughs> for people who are not from here or don't live here, you you go in, everything's normal. 
and then you see a big sign with like a diagram of a human body <laughs> and then it's like highlighted all of the areas that you need to wash vagina yeah you <laughs> have to wash no. everywhere and then it says like something like all visitors must wash thoroughly yeah. without uh, your swimming costume mm-hmm. before entering the pool and i seem to remember that when we when we were coming here when i was younger there was a person who was making sure that everyone was washing thoroughly without some without a swimming costume mm-hmm. am i imagining that no or? i remember i remember because my sister she was really shy yeah. so she would always put her uh bathing suit on yeah when she before going to the shower yeah and a woman would tell her to take it off yeah so i i, I remember that too i think they're still around also really yeah yeah so, I mean, it's, I think that's that might be a big thing for people who are coming and visiting Iceland. Yeah, that might be a shock. But I personally find it like super liberating and super like I'm super relaxed about it. I'm yeah. like, it's it's really not a big deal. And it's kind of nice. Yeah. It's like a space where everyone is just like no judgment, no judgment. Yeah, I think it's nice too. like now I'm definitely used to it. I when I first moved here, I would often go to a swimming pool that was near um yeah, where I worked. Yeah. So I would run into some coworkers. Mm-hmm. And I always thought this was kind of uncomfortable. To like it was just so out of context and out of setting. Mm-hmm. And to have just like small talk, like being naked in the shower, it was just a bit much for me at the time. Yeah. But, and I also yeah, but I think I some people just think it's completely normal. They must do because you you grow up with this. Yeah. This is like And I, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I had a friend come and visit me once and we were in the shower and she was like, Wow, like I feel so she was from the UK and mm-hmm. she was like this is so relaxed mm-hmm. and I feel like so um, non-self-conscious. Yeah. Unself-conscious. Yeah. Um, and I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like least objectified mm-hmm. in the pool. Yeah. Is Which is opinion. like maybe the opposite for at least where I'm from. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's probably where you feel most objectified really? in the pool. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. you have like the least clothing that you can possibly have on in yeah. public. Yeah, yeah, you're as close to naked as you're going to be in public. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but I don't know, I really like the vibe here. I really, it's one of the things. And I like that the swimming pool is part of people's like social calendar. Mm -hmm. You'd like go and meet people in the pool. Mm -hmm. That is unheard of where I'm from. Yeah. And probably in many other places. What are the pools like in England? Oh my God, gross. Unless you're going to like, yeah, yeah, full of chlorine. Yeah, because that's why you have to wash naked and so thoroughly. It's because they put less chlorine in the water. Yeah. So it's like a much nicer experience. You don't come out with red eyes and mm-hmm. like your dry skin and everything. Yeah. But yeah, the pools in the UK, I mean, I don't go. I used to train. Mm-hmm. I used to be a swimmer. Mm-hmm. And the pools were just, I mean, you just had a 25 meter pool. Yeah. You'd go and like do lengths. People go to the pool, but they go to swim. Mm-hmm. That's not, not the situation here. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah. go and sit in the hot pot yeah. hot pot which is not uh, which yeah. is not english <laughs> yeah. I, i'm always talking about the hot pot and my friends in english are like what are you talking about <laughs> but um it's just how you say it in icelandic because <laughs> i'm just so icelandic right now. i just <laughs> don't know what's english and what's icelandic right now <laughs> but it reminded me when my sister and her boyfriend mm-hmm. just moved to iceland and in the first week of them moving here, we went, uh, Danne, myself, mm-hmm. and them to the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. And like, as we were walking to the swim- swimming pool, like Danne and Jake, my sister's boyfriend, haven't spent that much time together at all. And like, the first thing that went through my head, 
when we parted ways, it's just like, they're about to get negative. <laughs> and it's going to be weird. <laughs> and I was just like, my sister and I were talking about it and we're like, and I wonder what's going on in there. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if they're like making like awkward small talk, like, or if Dunney just like quickly runs before, or Jake quickly runs before yeah. Dunney or something like that. Did you ask them? I asked how like it went and they were just like, I mean, of course, what, are they, what else are they going to say? They're yeah, it was like, really weird. Yeah. And we didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, also like with, with, yeah. But I think my dad is used to it now too. But like this, the same thought also went through my head when like we went to the swimming pool with my parents and mm. Dunne. And I was just like, oh boy, they're going to be naked in front of each other. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that we haven't like completely acclimated. I guess it's also when you go with someone who's not like Icelandic or mm -hmm. from here, we're used to it. Yeah. Then it's like, oh God, you you kind of feel their embarrassment for them. Yeah. Um, I was at the pool yesterday mm -hmm. and I saw someone, a woman, walk topless into Ooh. the pool. Okay. And I was like, yes, mm -hmm. thank you very much. Like it was it was like a light bulb moment for me. I was like, hold on, why are we wearing like why are we wearing bikini tops? What's this about? And I was like, good for you for mm -hmm. like for like doing it and you know. Because if you really, really think about it, what is going on with this? Like, why is it that women can't wear bikini tops in the pool? It's because, like, we've been taught this shame yeah. around the female body. That's my opinion. True. Um, and this happened. And then today there's, like, it's all in the news about this woman who was um, kicked out or told that she couldn't be in the Sky Lagoon um, unless she put a bikini top on. And so funny. It's, it's, it is weird how we built this idea that it cannot be seen it's, it's indecent like, yeah who's if like for whom yeah exactly it's not like indecent some, for me some small lumps um <laughs> with a little nipple in the end like i just yeah yeah it is really funny when you think about it i think i would be like i i'm also accustomed to this yeah yeah and i would be pretty uncomfortable definitely well we've been taught it the damage is done yeah it's like we've been taught that you know the female nipples are not to be seen no but good for good for this girl who went and just I was like yes yeah. and like it's because I I think it's because the female body has been sexualized so much yeah so definitely. you see breasts and it's like yeah. it's indecent because it's sexual yeah and it's like hold on wait why does it have to be sexual it's mm -hmm. just my body yeah it's just like this would be such I think this would be such a good way to just you know like rip the bandaid off kind yeah. of thing it's just like get everyone. You know, desensitize people Desensitized, yeah. And I think it's, like, such a good movement. And I think it's, like, I'm, like, I'm all for it. And I, I'm, like, I'm really shocked that this woman was asked to basically leave the Sky Lagoon. Yeah, that is really, really strange. Because, like, I understand that there are people who maybe don't want to go topless to the pool. I get that. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to go topless to the pool right now. Yeah. But, um... For people that do and are brave enough to do it and are trying to desensitize people and yeah. normalize female mm -hmm. nipple yeah it's like it's really weird to then be like nope mm -hmm. back in cover yeah. yourself up like yeah. shame <laughs> yeah i'm also curious like how the so like in the public swimming pools mm. it's just is it just allowed or like is there like some law there's no law against this there's no i don't think so like no i think law, like i'm wondering just like how the like maybe the sky lagoon just makes their own law or like their own kind of like so this was in the know. article that I read. Okay. So um, the, the the person, I think she's called Dilio. Yeah. She said that um, she read the rules beforehand yeah. and says that everyone has to wear swimming, um, like a swimsuit. Yeah. But it doesn't say like anything about, you know, tops or anything. Yeah. 
And so when she was confronted, she was like, uh, she was like, yeah, like, so I think what she was saying mm -hmm. was, you can't discriminate because my boyfriend is here. He's not wearing a top. Yeah. I'm wearing bottoms. He's wearing bottoms. Yeah. And he and she was quoting um, like the non-discrimination laws. Yeah. She was like, you can't discriminate against me based on my gender. That's, Boom. that's her thing. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. Exactly. Really hard to argue with that. And they were just like, okay, nope, sorry. They were like, yeah, no, no. If you, if you don't, according to the article, they yeah. said like, if you don't put on a bikini, mm -hmm. you will be made to leave. Mm -hmm. And eventually she just left by herself, but she said she felt really humiliated and yeah and and I just think you know if people are brave enough to do this like who who's who's hurt by the nipple what what crime is this you yeah. know what it's that shows so much how much of an issue this is in yeah. the first place it's just like is it that disturbing for people does that, it that, really that you, disturb you that yeah, much yeah, it's like if that's your problem, probably like, yeah. <laughs> Check that out. Yeah, and if it disturbs you, like then you probably should not be in a swimming pool in the first place yeah. or something like that. I don't know. It's like the most non, for me at least, it's the most non-problematic thing. Yeah. It like really hurts no one. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, and I kind of get this like non-discrimination thing. It's yeah. like so fair enough. Definitely. Free the nipple. Free the nipple. Please. Anyway, Ooh. we got sidetracked. They should make Neutos Week just like a topless beach. Yeah. Just like make that in the... Because I think... I don't know. When I hear of just like a topless beach, then it just no normalizes the situation. I would probably go topless at a topless beach. Yeah. But maybe not at the swimming pool where it's not, you know... It's not a topless Known place. as like a topless no. swimming pool or something no. like that. But imagine if it was just like so okay that if you wanted to go topless, you yeah. went topless and it was like not a mm -hmm. not a big deal. No. And like when you go to a like nudist beach or a topless beach, like it's not sexual. Mm -mm. Like when you're there, it's like there's nothing sexual. There's no. nothing inherently sexual about the human body. I no. think. Yeah. It's no. like it just, it's just a bo a body, and we all have one. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to like, I think it's a really good movement to like desensitize people and like yeah. desexualize mm -hmm. women's bodies for just existing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder how this is going to be. To their credit, the Sky Lagoon said, like, you know, these are the rules as they are. But, like, you know, they might change. Yeah. We have to decide on this. And mm -hmm. hopefully, in my opinion, I think they should. Yeah. I really hope they should. Mm. It would be really strange, I think, if they didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Maybe on to another yeah, thing. Yeah. Actually, going on from this is a yeah. little bit linked to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you feel about like catcalling in Iceland? Have you experienced it? No, <laughs> you haven't. Not really. It's like for me, it's like much, much, much less than the other places I've lived in. Yeah, I've lived in Paris and it was awful, and in yeah. the UK it's like yeah. pretty bad. Mm -hmm. But I've like it's been like kind of winding me up recently. I often when I'm alone, yeah. and this th what annoys me so much is like this never happens when I'm with anyone else. Yeah. So I can never point it out to like a guy because mm -hmm. always when I'm alone, I like have noticed a lot of not a lot, but some catcalling, which makes me like, which is really surprising because I was I was kind of under the impression that this wasn't a thing here. No. What what kind of like catcalling? Like people in cars, people will like stick their heads out of car, moving cars. Often it's like young boys mm -hmm. who are like. There's like a car full of boys and they're like driving. They're obviously going to like a party or something. Yeah. And like somebody will stick their head out and like shout something or, mm -hmm. or like, 
older guys will like you know yeah it's, it's you're also living in downtown yeah and so you're walking around in downtown all yeah. the time i'm living not downtown yeah i think i've never been catcalled in iceland really sadly it happens still yeah and it's like it's really really bothering me sometimes yeah, it happened it with is. someone who like was parked outside my apartment Oof. and that was uncomfortable because they like basically saw where i lived and they were like oh that's so uncomfortable yeah and um and I've been like trying to think like what is an appropriate like thing because I I always I, have, I like I get filled with rage yeah. and I want to like mm-hmm. say something that doesn't come out like yeah hey that's yes not nice that's what they want from you yeah probably but I also don't want to be like just they get away with it if yeah. they they it know is so annoying that's the thing that yeah. I find that enrages me about catcalling is mm-hmm. because they do it to people who they're like 90% sure are not going to retaliate because yeah. actually we're scared. Yeah, true. They're, because they're like about, if this yeah. guy decides that he wants yeah. to come and like beat me up, yeah. I stand no chance. Yeah. We, I have one kind of story mm. about catcalling mm. and how to respond. Okay, tell me. <laughs> um, it wasn't here in Iceland. It was in Costa Rica. I lived there for a summer and my friend and I, like it was just everywhere, like mm. all the time. It was just so uncomfortable. And we started to just make like the weirdest, ugliest faces that we could possibly like, just turn around, and just make like the strangest. Yeah, exactly. Do the weirdest things. And like usually they would just like stop. But there was like a couple instances where people just loved that. Like some guys yeah. were just like, yeah, oh, yeah. And we were just like, <laughs> yeah. But just make like the absolute ugliest face you can possibly make and just like strange noise or something. Just like, yeah. And maybe like just shocks them. Yeah. It maybe just like stops them in their track because I just want them to like, be aware of what they're doing. It's like, what True. are you doing? What yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, it is so strange. It is such a strange thing. Such a strange thing. And like often, like the other thing that annoys me is like people, a, catcall, a lot of the catcalling is like sometimes it's non-verbal, you mm-hmm. know? It's like they look at you in a certain way that is threatening, but it's really hard to um, describe that to someone else. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this guy, he looked at me. Yeah. And people are like, Kalechi, come on. And it's like, no, you like you don't understand. It was a th- it was threatening. Mm-hmm. And it's like so sneaky because they I kind of feel like they know what they're doing mm-hmm. is not going to translate well when like a story is told about yeah. it. But yeah, no, I mean, Iceland is probably the best place that I've been for that. But sadly, it still exists yeah. probably like everywhere Yeah, on some level. We need to end this. We need to find like a really, really good response, though, that just like stops yeah. people altogether. I think I might have to try this um, sure? ugly face. Yeah. Or maybe it's you can kind just of funny stop anyways, and be like, like, can I help you? Yeah. Are you are you okay? Do you need something? Exactly. Maybe it's just like they need to be made aware of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like, I wonder if you said like, hi, excuse me, you're making me feel really uncomfortable. Whether that is enough mm-hmm. or, but that's the thing, you know, you never know. And I, it's risky because you don't know who you're speaking to. Yeah, like the kind of person that would catcall in the first place. It's like I have feeling they wouldn't maybe be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm hurting your feelings. Yeah, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I have a feeling they would probably just. Yeah, I don't know what they'd be like, but I'm just thinking like the yeah. kind of person that would do that in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything else, Sonia? Mm, so one thing. Uh, like a different cultural or cultural difference or like a bit of a shock is um, the work-life balance, I would Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. I think that I haven't had much of a career in the States before, but I can at least feel so much that 
the work-life balance in Iceland is so nice. Yeah, people take that seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody does it. So it just, it's a norm. Yeah. It's not, yeah, people have time with their children and... People expect to have a life outside of their job, even if it's like a high-powered, like really demanding job. Yeah. And also like maternity, paternity leave. I think this is, I still haven't gotten it through my head that it's like... For example, you st- if you start a new job and you go straight on maternity leave, mm-hmm. that's just kind of normal in Iceland. Mm-hmm. For me, I would be like, okay, I have to at least work in a job for like three years or something. And yeah. then I can go on maternity leave because like then I'll be actually worth keeping around or something. You know, like I have yeah. this in the back of my head. And I know a lot of I've talked to a lot of Iceland people who are this is just so not in the culture. It's like plan your family and plan your work. Like they don't have to you don't have to plan your work around your family, yeah, for example. Exactly. That's really interesting. What I've noticed that is that people here are like there's a tendency, at least in the circle that I know, to have children much, much, much earlier than like my friends yeah. at home. Yeah. Like nobody that I know of mm-hmm. of my friends in the UK is even like close to considering having a family. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot of my friends here are like pregnant and have had babies and like yeah. and are able to like just work their normal life. That's the beauty of it. It's like True. they can continue with their career just as normal yeah I also feel like yeah a part of this also relates to having such a big safety net yeah and feeling so settled in a place that it just is the next natural step for a lot of people to have Mm -hmm. start a family Mm -hmm. and for people like us that are maybe still settling down and trying to really understand if we want to stay here yeah um, it's hard to it's hard to make to plan like that yeah but I think like I guess if you have if you're from here and you have family here that helps a lot I've noticed that people lean a lot on their like like parents mm-hmm. and cousins and grandparents and stuff yeah. for childcare. yeah babysitting is like not really a thing it's not really a thing is it my sister was actually thinking about getting some like babysitting gigs mm-hmm. and it's just not a thing everyone's got a family an yeah everyone or exactly or friends or sisters brothers like just everyone yeah that they can it takes the village apparently to raise a child definitely and also i at least in the uk i know in london like childcare costs is like basically it's impossible it's like thousands of pounds a month so it's like basically there's no point in work one person it would be one person's salary to pay for childcare and i'm not an expert but i do not think it's like that expensive here i think it's no no almost Is it free? No, it's not free. I think you have to pay around 40,000 a month. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Just something, but yeah, like it's something small, but they yeah. it's like you can have your child in school from like 8 to 5 if you want yeah. and they get a breakfast, a lunch, a snack yeah. and you know like that's just so nice. It's yeah. not I know that where I went to preschool mm. uh, it's like before kindergarten is I think it was only like a half a day. So my mom would have to work in the nights mm-hmm. so that she could pick me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, like this, all this kind of stuff. Like I think yeah. it's just the, that kind the of stuff. Would, they would, that would put you off having a family. You'd mm-hmm. want to be really, really settled. Yeah, be able to have a job that you can work in the night or yeah. something like that. It's just, yeah. But it, I think that's also part of a cultural difference. Shock is like how nice mm-hmm. um, the system works in your favor when you're having a family. Yeah. Or at least I think it's nice compared to at least California. I know there's probably room for improvement as always, but always, yeah. But you know, I was also pleasantly surprised by that. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. Yeah, me too. Should we get into my... <laughs> the one thing that I absolutely... I mean, we can talk about food a lot. Yeah, definitely. But one thing that just ticks me off is the <laughs> fact that Breuterta, exists. the cold one, still exists. Okay, so what is Breuterta? So you find the absolute whitest white white bread you can find. Okay. And you lather, at least what I think, and you lather a bunch of mayonnaise, mm. cucumber. Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's ham. Okay. And then mayonnaise white bread repeat 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 like you know mayonnaise Oof. so it's like cucumber. it's like a massive sandwich on top of a massive sandwich on top of a massive sandwich yes and then you just like cut a, a piece out of it and just like eat it and it's cold and it's just like the sickest thing i've ever seen i'm just like how how is this still a thing like and maybe back in the old days where it's like when there was nothing here yeah when that was what you get so people wait i've, I've never encountered this you've never never oh no. you're lucky <laughs> <laughs> So what, it's like, you slice it like a cake and you're supposed to eat it like... I think it's like, yeah, I think you slice it into kind of like square pieces. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I've never done it, but I've just seen it and I'm just Sonia, always... have you not even tasted it? <laughs> Sonia, how dare you judge before you've even I don't tasted need to. it? <laughs> I don't need to taste it. I, I just see it and I just know that I don't want it. <laughs> That's not for me. <laughs> no, but I think it's weird to have it. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just nasty. And people eat it typically at parties and... This is not celebratory food. (laughs) This is like tortures. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I'm being dramatic, but... But it's not going to be at your brunch menu. On your brunch menu. Absolutely not. (laughs) You don't want me to bring it over. (laughs) Please don't. For your birthday party. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) I'd be like, leave now. (laughs) But I think that's just... uh, Like in general, like food at parties is just... At it's least all the parties I've been to, it's pretty similar. Like you have this like briterta and then you have like a bunch of random cakes and like maybe a light soup. That's weird because the parties I've gone to have been like beautiful food, like macarons, like cakes, pies, like beautiful, like bro them. Like Where am I going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think baby, you're going to the wrong parties. <laughs> <laughs> and um, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe my family is a little more traditional or something. Yeah, know. maybe. Okay. Are these family events? That you're some of them stuff. yeah i'm not gonna call anybody out but no, i'm not gonna name and shame <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna come to your parties anymore <laughs> let's move on to the next topic <laughs> um uh, no i think that's basically what i wanted to talk about except for one thing mm-hmm. that caught me really off guard yeah um this was a low point i had just arrived in iceland um and I decided, you know, I just arrived in this beautiful place. It was summer. I was like, right, my photography career is going to just take off. All I need is this, like, beautiful lens. Mm-hmm. And, like, lenses for cameras are, like, extremely expensive. But I found, a, like, I found a good, um, I found a website where I could get it quite cheap in the UK. Mm-hmm. Bought it. It was painful. But I was like, okay, this is an investment in my career. Mm-hmm. It arrived. Um, and I got a, like, a bill in my bank account for like honestly 300 pounds it was like fifty thousand krona and they were like yeah we've got your lens it's on its way but you need to pay this i was like what what what?" like i had no idea what nobody had told me about the vat that is like that is added onto things that you buy abroad so i had to like i had to pay an additional like fifty thousand krona for this lens and it was heartbreaking i cried Yeah. yeah 
I had just arrived oh. and I was like, what is this place? What is this yeah. place? No, I don't order anything online because I'm scared for this reason. Yeah. It's and you never like, know how much exactly. You can't yeah. calculate it very no. well. I don't know if it's like a percentage or like, I don't know what if it if it like varies, variable. I don't know. Maybe it's, is it just VAT? So I think VAT is what, I don't know. Value added tax. Yeah. And I think it's like 20 something percent. So I think they just take the value of what you like mm -hmm. purchase and just add it on. Mm -hmm. And I was not aware and I was not prepared. No. And it was horrible. Yeah. So don't do that. Mm -mm. That's why I'm going home with an empty suitcase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be filling up at home on everything that yeah. I need. I'm always surprised when I hear people ordering online. Yeah. I'm just like, how? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also like just... I know, for example, like if you're going to order some kind of food from abroad, like that is definitely probably not going to get by inspection. Oh, it really? goes through like an inspection. I know one of my roommates was ordering like a, a whey protein or something. And they were just like, absolutely not like this could have drugs in it or something. Oh, just like, really? yeah, rejected it. So it's like you can maybe order something and then just they'll just confiscate it. I don't like, even nope. know if they send it back or like allow you to get your I don't even know. But they just destroy it maybe. Yeah. yeah. I've heard horror stories of people having like having parents send them like care packages, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. from like their home country. Yeah. And they have like all of their favorite foods and all of their things. And they're like, it's ravaged. Oh. They're like, like the people at the border, I don't know, yeah. they like open it, like rummage around, like make sure everything's okay. And then just stack it back together and you get this like half broken. <laughs> Thanks like, mom and dad. It's kind of, kind of sad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's like, yeah, just leave the country if you want to shop. Yeah, exactly. Don't take just, the risk. No, definitely not. But shall we wrap it up? Yes. yes. I think we've come to the end of that. I would love to hear some other people's um, culture shocks. I find this really, really interesting. Yeah, it's going to be different for, for everyone, everyone. Depending on where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so feel free to send in some of your culture shocks and... We could do another one of these. Yeah. It'd be fun to like read read out some other people's experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And there's probably a bunch more that we're missing. Well, I always, every time we do a podcast, I like think of more things to say, like as I'm going to bed that night. I'm like, oh, yes. should have said this. Should have said it. Um, but yeah. And also, if you know of anyone who might enjoy this podcast, please, please send it to them. Mm -hmm. um, feel free to follow us on Instagram mm -hmm. at Inlendinkar. Mm -hmm. And. We just hope that we are making content that is relatable to you. And yeah. that maybe makes you feel better as a Inlandinkar. Yeah. In Iceland. And exactly. Yeah. That's our overall goal, really. Yes. And yeah. We'll be back next week. Yes. See you. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.